Very thankful today to be joined by Megan Shackleton. She is a nurse practitioner at the Marion Health Center under the umbrella of Shawnee Health. Megan, it's a pleasure to connect with you today. Thank you very much, Will. It's a pleasure to be here. Did you want to be in healthcare ever since you were young? Um, as a matter of fact, I did. I had designs on becoming a surgeon, but life happened and I have always had a passion for helping people. So I went into nursing. Were you born and raised in Southern Illinois? I was not. I am a transplant. I was born and raised up near Chicago, came down here at the age of 17 to attend SIU. All right. Well, we're talking with you today because it's September and that means cold and flu season is on the way. I guess my first question is this. Why is there a cold and flu season? Why don't we just have colds and flus year round at the same rate? There is a seasonal effect to colds and flu, mainly because it follows the school year, as a matter of fact, and people congregating indoors. So not having the ability to be outside and to have those areas ventilated causes an uptick in all kinds of viral illnesses, including colds and flu. And one of the things that I hear from my friends in the uh, medical profession is that oftentimes there is a confusion about what you can do to treat a cold or the flu because these are viruses. These are not something that uh, you can prescribe an antibiotic to and hope to have treatment of the symptoms. Correct. So antibiotics are specifically for bacterial infections and viruses are a completely different vector. And so in a different kind of illness, viral illnesses cannot be treated with antibiotics. Best thing that you can do uh, for a viral illness is treat the symptoms. So if you have a fever, you can take antipyretics or anti-fever medications such as Tylenol, Motrin, any kind of ibuprofen for a cough. We recommend an expectorant to try and get what is inside your lungs out. So, you know, have you cough that, keep it loose. Cough suppressants, we would rather you not use unless it's the time you're going to be going to sleep because of the fact that it suppresses the cough and the best thing for a lower respiratory virus is to get what is the phlegm mucus so out of your lungs so being able to keep that loose and cough it out and that phlegm that's being produced is being is the body's natural reaction to try to expel the virus from the body correct that is correct it is something physiologic that's one of our words meaning that it's actually a natural body function so it does not indicate that there is something like a bacterial infection and may need a an antibiotic to get rid of. Megan Shackleton is with us. She is a nurse uh, practitioner for Shawnee Health at the Marion Health Center. What is the uh, updated recommendations for the 2023 cold and flu season in regard to vaccinations? For the flu vaccine, 
we recommend all persons ages equal to or greater than six months receive their flu vaccine. And there's been an update that persons with an egg allergy that were previously were excluded from those vaccines, there is a non-egg based selection, but we are recommending that anyone with an egg allergy should receive the vaccine, egg-based or non-egg-based, that is appropriate for the recipient's age. That is the new CDC uh, recommendation. There is also a respiratory sickle virus, excuse me, it is regularly called the RSV virus. There is a new vaccine that is recommended for adults age 60 years and older for those that have high comorbidity or other things that have caused ill health. So if you are a patient that has diabetes, COPD, any other hypertension, any other comorbidity, we do recommend adults age 60 years and older receive a single dose of the RSV vaccine. When I, I'm 42 years old, and only in the last, I'm just talking in great generalizations here, perhaps, yes. 10, perhaps 10 years have I begun to hear about RSV or begin to hear about uh, these variations. It, when, when I was younger, it seems like everything was just the cold or the flu. Has just our knowledge base increased, and so there's these sort of delineations being made? Yes, as a matter of fact, um, our knowledge base has increased. Our ability to test for individual viruses has increased. And there have been, as you have seen, the viruses themselves have you know, mutated enough that there are newer strains of viruses that have caused illness in other populations that we hadn't seen before specifically with um, the RSV virus we had previously it was children age four and younger were the main demographic that the virus would cause a good deal of illness with Um, in most healthy adults the virus is nothing more than a cough and sniffles however in recent years, there has been a resurgence of um, seeing this particular virus cause further illness in adults age 60 years and older. Therefore, this vaccine has been engineered in order to um, combat that and help our older population. Megan Shackleton is with us. She is with uh, Shawnee Health, a nurse practitioner at the Marion Health Center. I, of course, for years was told by my grandmother, Doris, that I needed to put a jacket on when I went outside in the cold or I would catch a cold. And uh, when I was a child, thought, well, you just don't want to get cold because you'll get a cold. And, of course, kind of makes sense in a child's mind, but the two things really don't have anything to do with one another. Well, we all love our grandmothers, um, and may they all be very blessed, but the idea that you catch a cold from being cold is a falsity. You would like to remain warm uh, by wearing your coat, but that will not prevent you from getting a viral illness. Again, 
viruses are what cause the, quote, common cold, and therefore those are what you're trying to avoid. But, you know, staying warm in the wintertime is always a plus. Well, and just anecdotally, of course, it made sense because back in the day before there was as much access to information, the fall of the year was when people went back to school. It's whenever the you know weather changes, when people start putting on jackets and kids tend to want to run outside and play uh, before they're properly clothed. So, you know, I could see how the pieces could be attached together, even if in reality it really wasn't. A, Absolutely. Um, a, a connection. Well, Megan, what else do we need to uh, talk about when it comes to uh, cold and flu season and, and what uh, medical professionals like yourself uh, think people ought to do to help uh, prevent the spread? The thing that's really going to prevent the spread of a virus is what we call universal precautions. Universal precautions are washing your hands, covering a cough, making certain that if you are ill, you stay, you know, home, stay away from other people. If you must go out, I know it's, it has been unpopular, but if you must go out, cover that cough, cover that sneeze, wear a mask if it is recommended. Again, the very best thing we can do is to continue to wash our hands. Well, Megan Shackleton, I, uh, pray that in your work you'll be able to dodge all of these various things. I would have to think that in your job that uh, your immune system gets built up pretty solidly in a natural way every year. Uh, That's true, but I still get all my immunizations because you... You can never have too much help in that area, especially in our uh, line of work. Absolutely. Megan, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Thank you, Will.